Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. We are in the home stretch, so to speak. April 4th, that's your day you vote in Chicago. Many people have already voted. Some people are guessing that we won't find out who the winner is on Tuesday night because they don't start counting those mail-in ballots until after the polls close. One of the names on that ballot, Brandon Johnson for mayor of Chicago. Brandon, thank you for joining us on WGN. Hey, uh, I, uh, yeah, yeah. You finding more strength to rally through these next few days? Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's an incredible uh, time in our city's history. And um, from starting at 2.3% uh, to being in a position as someone who comes out of the working class, who has the experience and the lived experiences of people of Chicago, uh, to be in a position to represent the entire city of Chicago. It's a remarkable testament to how beautiful and how loving our city really well, is. Commissioner, how about that, what Lisa brought up? Paul Vallis says we probably won't know on Tuesday night. Do you think that's true? You know, what I'm confident in is that, you know, our campaign continues to surge, um, you know, as we continue to bring people together, this multicultural, multi-generational movement um, that, you know, we have been incredibly humbled by. Um, that I'm confident that the people of Chicago want a better, stronger, safer Chicago, and our message is penetrating, and we feel confident. I know. know that our message has been all over the country, right? And so uh, I think that's a remarkable testament to how excited people are, and um, I feel good about what's going to happen on April 4th. I know you're building your coalition, but none of your former opponents in the first round in the race for mayor has endorsed you. Those who have endorsed have endorsed Paul Vallis. Why do you think that is? Well, well, Congressman Garcia um, was in the first round. He has endorsed me. I apologize. Uh, that's okay. State Representative Cam Buckner was in the first round. He has endorsed me as well. Um, and I'm grateful to have the support of um, other elected officials around um, this the state, uh, to have the Attorney General of the state of Illinois, the top legal officer, um, law enforcement officer, the Attorney General, Kwame Raul, Chan Chikowski, uh, Congressman Danny Davis, he was with someone else in the first round. Look, we brought together uh, the people of Chicago, small businesses, large businesses, um, you know, Jefferson Park to Morgan Park, uh, to McKinley Park, to Garfield Park, to Humble Park, everywhere else in between. It is truly a movement. It's a remarkable testament um, that we are accepting, um, you know, the will of the people, right? Because we represent the will of the people, and we're taking all the good ideas that we know that, that will help bring us together. And so there's a seat at the table um, in the Johnson administration. Um, it's co-governance, right? Because it's going to take all of us uh, to, to, to move our city forward. And I'm so thrilled as, as, as a husband of 25 years, my wife and I, we've, we've just, it's been a remarkable journey for both of us um, coming through public schools and obviously, you know, working in public spaces, raising three children who go to public schools, um, we are just thrilled that the city of Chicago has just shown so much love um, around us. And I, I'm, I'm eager uh, to, to represent the city of Chicago because it really is a beautiful place to raise a family. And the challenges that we are enduring right now 
that mm. people have so much confidence that we can actually shift and change the, the dynamics in the city of Chicago for everyone. And that's what I feel good about. Brandon, what do you think is the biggest misconception about you and your campaign? Um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think people believe that because I grew up watching WGN that somehow I have animus towards uh, uh, Sox fans. But, look, I'm looking forward to being the mayor of the city of Chicago for all the you know, sports teams. But, you know, look, there are people that might, um, you know, my opponent has, has, has been dismissive. I mean, I think everybody knows that. Um, that being a public school teacher, that somehow teaching middle school doesn't prepare you uh, to be a public uh, a public servant, or being an organizer, uh, bringing about bringing people together, um, that somehow that that's that's you know quite dismissive about that. Uh, being elected twice um, as a Cook County Commissioner, managing multi billion dollar budgets, um, and having to implement that, and bringing people together all over the city of Chicago and the county of Cook, and that's black, brown, white, Asian. Um, you know, my, my opponent has been incredibly dismissive of the, the lived experience of, of someone who really reflects the values of the city of Chicago. It's, it's, it's disappointing, right? But it's, it, you know, again, we all know someone like Paul Vallis, you know, who believes they know everything about everything. And then the rest of us um, get lectured to, or, you know, or he, rolls his, he rolls his eyes at us, and somehow, you know, he gets promoted up, um, even when he fails. Um, and so, you know, we're plowing through that. We're not going to allow the fear um, of those who are supporting his campaign. Many of them have, you know, supported, you know, Donald Trump. And look, I, and I don't have anything personally against anyone who is Republican, uh, but someone who has had these Republican values and the support of people like Betsy DeVos, who believes in shutting schools down. You know, that's something that he has to live with. Yeah. You know, we are pushing, we're, we're pushing hope. And people are responding to hope. I want to ask you about that, Commissioner. So having someone, you know, being raised by a pastor, look, being hopeful, that's a part of my demeanor. And that's what people are responding to. And I'm grateful for that. Commissioner, I want to ask you about that, because uh, John Cananzara from the FOP made some uh, inflammatory remarks, and Vallis quickly condemned them. Um, And just as you were coming on, on one of the TV screens, I saw... uh, Paul Vallis is MAGA TV commercial. I know there are some yard signs on the southwest sides or in other parts of the city. There's been reporting they're being funded by CTU. Do you, what do you make of that tactic? Do you think that is appropriate? You know, look, I, I have nothing to do with... Um, okay, but he, but he didn't have anything to do with Catanzara either, but he condemned it. Well, let's, let's try to separate the two because those are two different things. You know, the FOP president, president said there will be blood on the streets right i mean who's calling for blood on the streets another one of his supporters is saying do not accept the results of the election you know that that's that has a, a strong reminiscence of of january 6th right that's different and what i've said repeatedly I, I i had and have nothing to do with those signs and you know whomever is responsible for those signs has to be held accountable should for they them. stay but up should again, they stay up This campaign is not about yard signs. I mean, we're talking about yard signs, you all. Right, you're right. There, there's, there, there's been enough things that have been said throughout this entire candidacy that if it boils down to yard signs, we're missing the point. And you Brandon, and does it come down to... You're, you're, there's someone that is saying that, that, that there will be blood in the street if I'm elected. You know, that, that, is, that is horrifying. No, yeah, right? I just... I, brought, I, to say I, that, I, I appreciate it. And I get what you're saying, because this is Chicago. I mean, everybody has these signs and... People, you know, go back and forth about them. But again, 
This is also someone who said that Muslims are savages and they deserve a bullet. Who like said that? That, that, that should be the same FOP president that said right. that there would be blood in the streets if, if you elect me. That, that we are not simply condemning those statements, that we should be very concerned that every time we talk about my opponent, this is the type of rhetoric that's built around his candidacy. Yeah, and p- please understand, I wasn't I wasn't equating the two. I just it was an example okay. of his right. supporters sure, said enough. something that he condemned. Okay. Hey, city council voted to flex its own muscles, strengthen itself with new committees today. What do you make of that plan? You know, well, you know, look, I, I've said repeatedly that I I believe that the office of the mayor will look different than our grandmothers and our great grandmothers' office of the mayor, and I strongly believe in co governance and. Um, you know, there is a city council that is yet to be determined. Um, the election has not happened yet, right? And so we have to be cognizant of the fact that there are, um, you know, constitutional provisions um, that allows for full agency um, for individuals who are duly elected by, by the residents and the people of Chicago, by the voters of Chicago. You know, so again, you know, I'm, I'm very much looking forward uh, to working with city council that's something that has been um, stressed um, over the last four years, in particular. And so we're going to we're going to usher in a better, stronger, safer, more united Chicago. Um, and we have to make sure uh, that that the rules and the, the constitutionality around determining um, chairpersons uh, before an election. I believe one of the uh, city council members referred to it as. And I'm putting this mildly that it was unprecedented. Um, so I think he actually said that it has never happened. So, you know, look, but I want to be very clear that co-governance is what the people of Chicago deserve and want. And as a teacher, as an organizer, as someone who has been a part of the legislative branch of government, which which I respect, right, all branches of government, uh, but someone who's, ha- who's worked with the legislative branch of government and has, ha- and ha- has been able to work um, with the executive offices as well, that's the unique experience that I bring that my opponent doesn't. He's never been elected to anything. Um, you know, his record is his record, but he's never been elected to anything. And so having my experience and expertise as someone who's been a part of the legislative branch of government, um, I'm prepared to work with the city council once the, the people of Chicago determine who the members of the city council uh, will actually be. Thank you so much for joining us, Brandon. Thank you, Commissioner. You're welcome. I look forward to talking to you all after April 4th once I'm elected. Punch 5, brandonforchicago.com. Thank you all so much. You got the commercial in. (laughs) Steve's News is next (laughs) on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.